I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. School's out for kids here in the U.S. Most of them are likely pretty happy about that. But in some parts of the world, children, particularly girls, would do anything to be in school right now. A BBC documentary called Shot for Going to School looks at the case of Malala Yousafzai. The young Pakistani girl was shot in the head last year by the Taliban for trying to pursue an education. Nell Hedayat is from Afghanistan and spent some of her childhood in Pakistan. And for this BBC doc, she traveled back to Pakistan to find out what's changed since Malala was shot. Nell joins us now from London. So how widespread does violence towards schoolgirls in Pakistan continue to be? It's quite a hard thing to to contain or to describe. It happens in pocket areas all over the place. But what was really interesting for me and my team was when we went to Karachi, which is a modern, spirited, multicultural place in Pakistan. We found that actually even there, the Taliban are present and they are slowly, slowly actually creeping in and seizing power. And of course, when they do that, the actual fabric of a neighbourhood, of a community breaks down. And, and the place turns into what they want, which essentially is a place where women are subjugated. They are less and they simply mean nothing. So you're saying that in some parts of Pakistan, nothing's improved. In fact, it's gotten worse for girls? Correct. Yeah, that's exactly what I found um, when I was there. Some parts are getting better. For example, Islamabad, the capital, uh, is thriving. There are girls' schools everywhere. But it's an oasis uh, amongst many places in Pakistan where it's actually falling backwards. For instance... There was a bus of university girls that was attacked less than two weeks ago. And the point of this is it's an act of terror is what it is, Marco. What these people are doing uh, is saying, we are going to terrorise you until you stop, until you no longer can do what you want to do because we want to control you. So Malala Yousafzai was airlifted for medical care after her attack last year. Remind us what happened to her. Where is she now? Malala was flown into Birmingham uh, in the UK uh, because she basically sustained life-threatening injuries and, and, and the people um, in the UK kindly received her. It was a case of her going through numerous surgeries, um, getting her head and her face reconstructed to the point now where she can stand, she can talk, she can walk, she's thriving, she's going to school, she's got a life here with her father, and she's doing really well. Now, when you were in Islamabad, you met the mullah of the controversial Red Mosque there. And during that meeting, the mullah never looked directly at you because that would be un-Islamic in his view. I'd like our listeners to hear just a clip of that conversation. I'm an educated girl. I'm a journalist. I travel the world. In your opinion, I probably maybe step outside of that Islamic boundaries. Is what I'm doing wrong? As a Muslim, first of all, you should be wearing a burqa according to Sharia law. Secondly, you shouldn't be travelling around without a male chaperone. It's not right for you to travel abroad without a male chaperone. So, Nell, there you are sitting looking at him. He refuses to look at you. What was your reaction when he told you you should be wearing a burqa? You shouldn't be roaming the world and our Pakistan without a male chaperone? I felt belittled. I felt like he wasn't taking me seriously. Uh, and I also felt that he wasn't engaging with the issues I was bringing to him. He wasn't going to acknowledge them. He must so have said something of, about girls' education, though. What, what, what was his view? Well, his view was that girls can be educated. They should be educated in Islam. And that's it. That was his belief. His belief was a woman should be able to read the Quran, understand the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad, and um, that's about it. So when I asked him, you know, what about me? I'm a journalist. I'm here by myself. He was like, well, actually, on numerous levels, that's wrong. And, you know, to hear that from somebody, it's it's 
it's not it's, it's an awkward moment and I did feel like he was actually kind of looking down at me with, with such a subtle thing as lowering his gaze I was a nobody in front of him so given that given what you saw what's the future like for girls in, in Pakistan is there a sense that anything will change in the future I don't know Marco I'm I'm I really, really want to say yes. I really want to say I think there's going to be massive changes across the board on on every levels. But, you know, I visited in the documentary, you'll see, I visited a park where kids who have to work during the day, they have to go to a park after five o'clock in the afternoon to get an education. And that was in Islamabad. So that's the level we're talking. We're talking about people who don't have basic access to education. And you know what? No access to education means you can't get a job means you can't better yourself what's going to happen you're stuck being poor you're stuck in the vicious poverty cycle i don't think it's going to get better for many girls but i think the fight is going on well we have a link to the documentary shot for going to school at our website theworld.org nel hadayat the reporter on the doc thank you so much for your time you're welcome